Jenny Detweiler, and I invite you to come and join me as we take a pause in our busy day and pursue soul care as we allow our bodies to slow down and our minds to be renewed with goodness, truth, and hope. This is PRN. Pause. Renew. Next. Hello, friends, and welcome to the podcast today. I actually want to say good morning because as I'm recording this, it's early in the morning. Everybody in my house is still asleep except me. I've got the house to myself at the moment, and I've got my nice warm coffee sitting next to me. But whatever time it is for you today, welcome, friend. I would love for us to start our time together with a grounding and self-calming exercise. As always, though, please only participate if you're able. If you're driving down the highway, maybe now's not the time to practice this exercise. But you could always come back later today and try it at a time that's more convenient. So what I'd like you to do is gently take your right hand and place it under your left armpit. And then you can gently take your left hand and place it on your right shoulder so that you're in a sort of self-hug. And now you can do what feels most comfortable to you. You can just hold that. You can squeeze a little tighter if you'd like to. I notice that naturally I start rocking back and forth. Whatever feels good to you, whatever your body naturally wants to do, you can just go with it. And just notice how you feel, what's going on inside your body. You might notice yourself relax or yawn. You might notice nothing and that is okay too. This position is really good for self-comfort and for regulation. It looks a little goofy, I'll be honest, but it's a great exercise if you just need a minute to calm down and regulate. You can hold this position as long as you want, and when you feel ready, you can let it go. Okay, friends, what I'd love for us to do together today is to meditate on Scripture. We really haven't done any of that in season five so far, and it felt like it was about time. So today, we're going to focus on Isaiah 55, and I will be reading out of the NIV, mostly because many years ago, I memorized this chapter, and I memorized it in the NIV, so that feels like a comfort to me. So if you'd like to follow along, you can go find your own Bible and read along with me. Isaiah 55 in the NIV. So before we get started, let's just do a remembrance about what meditation is. I think sometimes, especially in the Christian community, there's some confusion about what meditation actually is. For our purposes today in talking about scripture, I think about meditation as dwelling on it, thinking deeply, turning it over and over in your soul, in your mind, letting it take root. I heard a quote yesterday that I think really goes along with this. It was by Jen Pollock, and she said, Don't just try thinking your way into faith, but practice your way into faith. 
the longer I live and the longer I've been a counselor, the more I realize that just thinking things doesn't change stuff. But once we begin to practice it and do it and have muscle memory and feel it in our bodies and our souls, then it becomes real. And I think meditating on scripture gives our bodies and brains a chance to slow down enough to really let the words sink in. So today, that's what we're going to do. We're going to practice together. So if you're ready, we'll go ahead and read through Isaiah 55 the first time. And on this first go-round, we're just going to listen. Isaiah 55. Come, all you who are thirsty, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk, without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread, and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me, and eat what is good, and you will delight in the richest affair. Give ear and come to me, listen that you may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you, my faithful love promised to David. See, I have made him a witness to the peoples, a ruler and commander of the peoples. Surely you will summon nations you know not. And nations you do not know will come running to you because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has endowed you with splendor. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. Let them turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on them. And to our God, for he will freely pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. You will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song before you, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Instead of the thorn bush will grow the juniper, and instead of briars the myrtle will grow. This will be for the Lord's renown, for an everlasting sign that will endure forever. Okay, friends, what did you notice? Okay, we're going to read it again. We're actually going to read it three times today. The second time, what I want you to do is notice you can almost break this passage into two sections. The first one is an invitation. And partway through, it changes into a promise. So maybe notice that. Notice the invitation. And also notice the promise. Now remember, Isaiah was written before Christ was born like many, many, many centuries before. So this is an old, old passage. And it was not written to us. It was written to Israel a long, long time ago. But the beauty of the Holy Spirit is that he makes things that were true then still relevant today. So I think it's helpful for us to remember the historical significance of this passage and also think of it as still an invitation that's open to us today. Okay, invitation and promise. Let's read it again. 
Come, all you who are thirsty, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come, buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread, and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me, and eat what is good, and you will delight in the richest affair. Give ear and come to me. Listen that you may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you, my faithful love promised to David. See, I have made him a witness to the peoples, a ruler and commander of the peoples. Surely you will summon nations you know not, and nations you do not know will come running to you, because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has endowed you with splendor. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he's near. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. Let them turn to the Lord, and he will have mercy on them. And to our God, for he will freely pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth, and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. You will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song before you, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Instead of the thorn bush will grow the juniper, and instead of briars, the myrtle will grow. This will be for the Lord's renown, for an everlasting sign that will endure forever. Okay, I want to share a little tip when it comes to meditation. Naturally, our brains, especially in today's day and age, don't do a great job of focusing. We're all a little ADD. So if you noticed that your brain was wandering, like maybe you weren't listening all the way or you were thinking about something else, well, welcome to the natural world. I think we all do that and it is okay. Do not judge yourself for that. But I think the goal of meditation is to bring our brains back again. So when we notice that they've wandered off, just bring it back again. Back on target, back on focus. That is a key part in training our brains to really be able to think deeply about things. You can actually apply that throughout your day to other tasks as well. When you notice that your brain has wandered off, just gently bring it back again. Same thing as we're praying. I think it's natural for that to happen then too. If you're doing a meditation app, if you're trying to listen during a sermon or during a staff meeting or during anything like that, and it's hard for you to focus and you notice that your brain has wandered off, just gently bring it back again. Okay, friends, we're going to read through this chapter one more time. And this time I have a specific assignment for you. I want you to notice, just listen. Any phrases that really stand out to you as we're going through it? You've heard it two times now, so it's sort of familiar. So this third go-round, just notice, are there any particular verses or phrases that really stand out to you that maybe the Holy Spirit is really impressing upon you? And then at the end of this episode, I want you to remember that passage. If you're not following along, I hope that you'll go back and read it later today and highlight it in your Bible. 
and take that verse or that phrase and carry it with you for the rest of the day, bringing it back into your remembrance, bringing it back into your remembrance over and over again, or highlighting it and putting it on your phone so that you can bring it back up and read it again and again, putting it on a three by five card, anything like that that works for you so that for the rest of the day, we're continuing to bring our minds back to what we thought about earlier in the day and letting the Lord really knit it into our beings. And when you're ready, we'll begin again. Come all you who are thirsty, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me and eat what is good and you will delight in the richest affair. Give ear and come to me. Listen that you may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you, my faithful love promised to David. See, I've made him a witness to the peoples, a ruler and commander of the peoples. Surely you will summon nations you know not, and nations you do not know will come running to you, because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has endowed you with splendor. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. Let them turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on them. And to our God, for he will freely pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. You will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song before you, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Instead of the thorn bush will grow the juniper, and instead of briars, the myrtle will grow. This will be for the Lord's renown, for an everlasting sign that will endure forever. Okay, what was your verse? What was your phrase? What really stood out to you? I hope that you'll take that word and continue to mull it over, think about it, meditate on it, off and on for the rest of the day. Next week, friends, you can look forward to a guest interview. It is gonna be such a good one, so you will not wanna miss that. So check back next Tuesday for a really great guest interview. And now, as we prepare for what comes next in our day, I wanna leave you with a benediction that comes right from this passage that we just read together. And I can't think of a better way to leave today than to say this. I hope, friend, that you today will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. I'm Jenny Detweiler with PRN. Pause, renew, next. May you be encouraged on your journey with Jesus.